Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richman and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. All right, guys. Episode 33. Chris, I have massive chiggers. And apparently over the weekend, you did the dirty deeds. I did the deed. What'd you do? You dirty dog. You did the deed. I did the deed. Who wants to hear about the dirt? What'd you do? What'd you do this weekend? Well, Domain has a very special spray out this year. And let me just put the disclaimer out there that neither Dave or I have used it yet. I'm not. Well, you did, but you uh, I did, but we up to this point we have never used it, so it's all exploratory here. Well, so they nice. they have a product called Dirty Deeds, and it smells like Dave's breath. Yep. No, it smells worse than. Uh, yeah, it's way worse. This stuff Dave's does. Breath. It smells like rotten, like rotten seaweed. It's it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Pretty bad. So, it it does have seaweed in it. Yeah. And humic acid. So it's a soil conditioner. And I sprayed it on my plot. Soluble to, seaweed extract. Yes. You're supposed to, supposed to spray it right on your dirt mm-hmm. and uh, either work it in or before rain or whatever. <clears throat> I put mine on right before rain and I'm sure it soaked in just fine. I don't think I had to work it into the dirt any. Now did you spray dirty deeds and then seed or did you seed and then spray? Well, if you want me to be honest, because <laughs> Mike and Tim can attest to this because I texted them. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I was trying to beat the rain and I seeded and I got all oh. done and I got mm-hmm. back to the house and I was like crap i forgot the dirty deeds oh so you sprayed over top yeah so i that's texted fun. them and they was like no big deal that's cool so but it does it does say right on the packaging do not you know like spray on leaf yeah on something, leaves something, yeah something, something that's already established right but bare seed should be fine yeah no worse than spraying a bare seed with gly you know mm-hmm. but yeah so i just went over top i just wanted to make sure you know because I didn't want to be making videos for them. And like now everybody thinks they, they should just spray it after they seed or something, you know? Well, I mean, ideally you would disc or whatever you do and then spray it. Like you said, work it in or just spray on top and then seed and yeah. dra- drag it or right, whatever, call right. it back or whatever you do. But, um, so I did none of that. I just basically, yeah. I, <laughs> I had the plot prepped for like a month. And it was like 95% weed free still. And, but it was kind of a hard crust on top. So I got the drag harrow out and I scratched it all up and I seeded no BS on. And I put a little shot of hot chick in there. What else did I put in there? Kale and the hybrid brassica. Uh, mixed it all together because the no BS seeds quarter, quarter acre. Yeah. So what'd you do? Like half? I had, I had like, it's like probably upwards of three eighths of an acre, probably not quite a half probably. So I just needed a little extra seed. So I mixed together hot chick, the kale and the hybrid brassica. Mm -hmm. So I will have a nice leafy plot 
with some oats coming up with it. And nice. So there will be clover and chicory in both blends that I mixed. So there's a little bit of clover chicory there for next year. And you get all the uh, residual clover from last year out of no BS. Mm -hmm. So I'll have something green there in the spring yet. Well, Saturday, I spent uh, <laughs> half a day on some public land scouting mm. that I've already been to several times. But the season's only three weeks away. So I wanted to, like, pick uh, specific trees. You know, I marked them on my uh, hunt stand app and everything so I know where the trees are and everything. And then Sunday, I drove two hours to, I'm not going to say where, but I drove two hours in, in Maryland, and I scouted some brand new public land. It's uh, it's like 2,000 acres. I spent probably three quarters of the day there, and Monday morning, I woke up with uh, massive uh, chigger bites. Jeez. And I screwed up because I usually, I usually tuck my shirt into my pants and I wear a long sleeve, but... I didn't really know what I was getting into there. Hmm. And I had, I had pre-treated my pants with Promethean, but I didn't do my shirt or nothing. And it just, I was walking in, you know, stomach to chest high brush and uh, I got ate alive. Crazy. So bugs, it was, mosquitoes weren't bad because I had a thermocell. Hmm. Um, I didn't see any mosquitoes, but uh, black flies and chigger bites. Hmm. So uh, with you spraying Dirty Deeds, and our last podcast, number 32, of yes. talking about liquid lime. Mm -hmm. This brings us into another topic where we kind of want to piggyback off of episode 32 and explain more of what these products are and how they should be used on top of a food plot program. Yeah. Because all food plots is a program. You should have a you should have a program, you should know ahead of time what you plant or what the what you're planning and have a program on how you're going to manage that so whatever you plant you know how can that benefit me next year is this you know particular blend or whatever that i planted is it going to come back in the spring you know all this you you should know and and plan accordingly so we talked about liquid lime and how most of that is a gimmick, especially if it's not uh, calcium carbonate, because calcium carbonate has the ability to actually change your pH. Yes. Now, there's there's other products out there that claim that it changes the chemistry of the soil, but not the pH. Which, you know. it, which it would. Yeah. Of, of course, it can change the chemistry because right. it's calcium. So you're right. putting calcium as a it's chemistry it's going yes. in your dirt so it changes the chemistry so that's it right. it is a no-brainer but that, that's special wording to make it sound like it's going to do something yes but i want to talk about how you know specifically these products should be used now me personally but i i see this happening because and I, that's why i want to talk about it but you know the liquid lime scenario mm -hmm. okay people are spraying liquid lime and they're not doing anything else people are spraying foiler fertilizer and they're not doing anything else yeah well it's only good for about a month or so right not only that but let's talk about how that plant actually gets nutrition where should you start first 
and then you can build on it with these types of products and possibly liquid lime and then we can get into foiler fertilizer because i'm a huge advocate of foiler feeding um but i would never tr like rely on it 100 percent because it all starts in the soil so let's why don't you talk a little bit about first steps what people should focus on first before starting a food plot so obviously you need to pick a spot that's not totally soaking wet mm -hmm. should have good sunlight uh at least if if you're not going to have great sunlight you need at least three to four hours of good filtered light um so soil test would be first obviously you want to know what's there already and then then you want to drop back and figure out what amendments you're going to need which will be recommended on the soil test um now that soil test it'll tell you exactly what you need to do sure it goes by it'll go by poundage how much uh you know poundage you should add of lime and fertilizer mm -hmm. so you get those recommendations you address that at time of planting, it's up to you, uh, you know, the fertilizer, are you going to put on half at first? You know, it all depends on what your soil test tells you. Mm -hmm. You may need a split application. You know, if, if you don't know how to read a soil test, you may want to brush up on that because it could get confusing to you because there's there's some things in there one's called cec one's organic matter there's base saturation and things there's some things that you need to know that'll tell you if your soil can handle like let's say they tell you you need four thousand pounds of lime per acre you know that type of thing or if you need 350 pounds of fertilizer yeah you need all this fertilizer you know can you put that all on at once probably mm -hmm. not yeah okay. you have to do split so you, that's where you want to head with that you need to brush up and understand those soil tests and i don't mm -hmm. know maybe that maybe that's something we should do sometime on a podcast i don't know yeah is we can do. Is explain that stuff but they need to get get that under control so that they know what they need and then when they get everything amended, they can then get into these tools that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. They could spray this foiler things and that type of thing. Um, this is totally off the wall, but I, I'll, I'll ask you. Someone's texting me. Do you need 243 brass? <laughs> 243 brass? Yeah. Do you need any? Me? Yeah. Me? No, yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't have one. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll tell them no. Okay, back to the regular schedule program. Yep, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> hey, I just thought about you. That's all. Somebody's texting me. So. Nah, I, I, got, I got plenty. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, getting back to the program here. I'm off base. You want to you get that soil test. You want to get this stuff amended. You need to find out whether or not your soil can handle it. And then uh, at time of planting, you're going to need uh, some starter fertilizer and figure out how much you can stick down at a time how much you can set back for a split application if need be so uh like i said then you could figure out 
you know, you could use all these other tools to help you along the way. Like he was saying with the dirty deeds, it's a humic acid, you know, uh, stuff like that helps your microbial population and things in the dirt. Um, it helps with uh, your, your water holding capacities and things. So that is all beneficial things for you to, to have in the future of your plot. Does that, does that kind of answer anything for you that you asked? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Because Cause I kind of rambled there, but because stuff like this, you know, I don't know. I, I, we haven't used it, yeah. but I, I, I trust Mike and Tim and everything. So we're going to, you know, we're going to use it and test it and see, and see how it goes. But obviously it's not going to hurt anything, but no, um, this can be used in conjunction with what you just described right don't solely rely on any type of spray or something like that it you know when you talked about microbial uh you know in the soil that this helps with you know that that's true but you also need to worry about microbial as far as green and growing plants and having a root structure in the soil to where all those microbes can work together mm-hmm. so that that's why it's important to to work on the soil you know have a have some try to have something green and growing for as many months out of the year as possible um guys down south you know deep down south they can have something you know a root structure in there that that's physically you know not not dormant can be you know it can be growing year round but um you know like you said soil sample actually adding legitimate lime um and fertilizer start with that you know get it going and then you can come back in and add you know dirty d's or if you want to spray some some liquid lime or something just to kind of give it a little bit of a calcium boost in the beginning in order or be you know that that can be used before your actual lime can start to you know break down and and start doing its thing yeah um and the same goes for uh, for their fertilizer. You know, if you have, you know, a really bad low pH and you just, you know, in your mind, you want to spray foiler fertilizer, you know, it's probably not going to help you like a bunch. You know, right. it may it may give it a little bit, but it still all comes down to the soils, how healthy the soils. What are those fertility levels in there? And is the pH um, in a neutral state so it can actually allow those plants to absorb the nutrients in the soil? Yeah, and whether whether you're conventional till or no till, you're not going to be able to fix this right off the bat, especially if you're no till. Mm-hmm. You know, because it all sounds great, this no till stuff, um, but it takes years to fix the soil, years and years to fix the soil so that it would be optimal mm-hmm. um so you kind of have to use real fertilizer to get you started you should yeah i mean you know especially I mean, in like a brand new plot you should be I, adding something wasn't it wasn't it grant woods that said it took him 10 years and no till to get <clears throat> i think top, he some some topsoil built yeah so I, heard, less, I think it was less than an inch no, 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 no. That was uh, 
I, I listened to a podcast uh, a couple months back and they, it was Grant and somebody else. And they were talking how the guy built like a quarter inch of topsoil in six quarter years. Inch. Wow. Yeah. Quarter and, inch. and it improved the organic matter by like 0.4% mm. in five years by doing no-till. Well, um, we've talked about it before. If they, if they disc something into the ground, that's going to be organic matter. Mm-hmm. That's going to you know, be it, yeah, and there's pros and cons to that. You know, if you're on, you know, disking, you know, I don't know, really know if it's, you know, is it bad for the soil? Well, you know, it's probably not the greatest, but it works. And it's, I think it gets you further quicker. Yeah, it'll get you further quicker. That's a good way to put it. Um, <clears throat> and it, uh, by adding that, you know, green material to allow that to decompose down in the soil at the roots, you know, level. Yep. Um, it's a, it's a way to get you going, but you know, if you're on a massive hillside and you're disking, that's probably not the smartest thing. So right there, cause you're going to get a lot of runoff, but there's, so there's pros and cons to everything. Sure. Size of the plot, what type of equipment you have, how much money you got. How um, many earthworms you killed disking. Yeah, I mean earthworms you you kill disking. <laughs> I get that um, all the time. I yeah. killed the biome. That's what that yeah. one guy always told me. Right. You're you're killing the biome. Right. Um so yeah, I mean, I'm not against anything. Um it's all situational, but um for everything that I've ever had to do in twenty years, I've always disc plots and even you know, slight you know, slight hills and stuff I've disked and um and had very good success with. And the old farm that me and used to hunt together and, and manage, um, you know, I went over it. I have dozens of videos on, on that place with uh soil sample results and the several plots. I mean, I fixed in, you know, two, two and a half years of just adding lime, green manure fertilizer. And at the end of that second or third year, I did a soil sample pH was perfect. And I needed absolutely zero fertilizer because right. the numbers, the numbers were so high. I needed nothing. So I fixed it. Then once you get to that point, then it's all about maintaining. So maybe every, every other year I may have to add a few bags of fertilizer or yep. a few bags of lime, you know, to just, to, just to maintain that. But the, the massive, amounts of stuff that you have to add is over yes yeah. it's all about maintain yeah i added i added uh two bags of fertilizer and two bags of lime across the road and that's it and i didn't even need the lime i just was doing it to offset the, all the fertilizer and it cost you seven hundred dollars mm. how much was fertilizer this year oh, oh you mean oh uh what was it? i sent you the it was like 60 bucks or something 55 bucks for two bags for, for Two bags of fertilizer, two bags of lime. It was 55. I can't wait to buy my fertilizer this weekend. So it wasn't too bad. Yeah, because I'm planting this weekend. This weekend so, coming. Yeah. This weekend coming, I'm planting. It just poured here. Yeah, and this is I'm, this is what I'm planting. I'm planting uh, mother load. Mother load. I got two bags of mother load that I'm throwing in the dirt. I'm going to add my pH is good. So I only need to add a couple bags of lime just to mm -hmm. maintain it. And then I probably only need like three bags of fertilizer or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to be spraying the dirty deeds as well. 
and I'm gonna plant it and then I'll come back in a week or so before opening day and I'll foiler feed everything and my plots will be done. Yeah. Now I planted this last weekend. We're recording now right now on a Wednesday and uh, I planted last Sunday. So if it wasn't raining, I was going to take a walk to see if there was any germination yet, but maybe that'll have to wait. But uh, pretty soon it should be popping already because uh, no BS comes up out of the ground pretty quick. I yeah. usually I usually get a little action out of that on the, like the fourth day. And we've had plenty of moisture and there's hot. Mm-hmm. When it's not raining here, the sun's out and it's baking. It's hot. It was 80. 80 here today. When at your at your mother-in-law's, uh, the big field there, mm-hmm. this, is, this is the third year planning? Fourth year. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the fourth. Okay. So... When you do you remember your first year soil sample, what the pH was? Uh and organic matter. I don't remember it all off by heart, but it was it was upper five. Right? It was upper fives because yeah. my father in law used to he used to farm it years ago and then he grazed cattle and horses on it, so it had mm-hmm. all that manure on it. So it wasn't real bad when I took it over, really. But it's in it's in what, upper sixes now, pH? Oh yeah, it was six eight. Okay. Yeah, it was six eight, um, and and you probably did that in two years. Well, it, what really helped was getting that lime truck in here. Well, yeah, because you, that, I mean, that's part of a amendment. You know, you actually yeah. added lime. Yeah, real lime. I mean, mm-hmm. good stuff. Ag lime. Yep. Because when we were doing the Pell lime, yeah, it would raise it up some, but yeah, you'd also regress a little bit too. Yeah, you know, because pell lime, pell lime, it builds and then as the plants use it up, it kind of goes away. I mean, all lime it does, I'm sure, but yeah, that, that ag lime don't go as quick though. No, the ag lime is the is a legit yeah, it's way to do it. If you can, if you can spread it, you know, if you have a way to spread it, or if you have a uh, what do you what do you bring? Ten ton? How much ton does he bring? Sixteen. 16 ton. He brought 16 ton on that truck. And that was how much? Uh, it was only 600 bucks, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was only like 600 bucks, but you and I were paying 200 bucks a ton for Pell. A ton. That's why, that's why I wanted to compare. Yeah. You know, if somebody can get access to that, that's the way to go. And that but, guy, that guy came, he came like 80 miles loaded. And spread it for the same. 80 miles? Yeah, he came 80 miles or more. That's why it was 600 bucks. Yeah. It it would have been even less if he didn't have to come that far. No, it would have been way less. Yeah. Yeah. But I still, I still counted a deal. Well, it was more, it was, you still made out. Oh, boy. 100%. I mean, that was a lot of lime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he came all the way from Belfont. Mm. You know where that's at Mm -hmm. when you go across 80. Yeah. Going towards Harrisburg and that. Yep. Yep. He came all the way from Belfont loaded. 16 tons. Well, that just goes to show you, you know, the guys, people listening, it can be done if you, if you follow those steps and you, you know, you follow and, the soil sample. And he brought the guaranteed analysis with it too. Mm-hmm. It was like 98 point something 
lime. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, the 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 CCE calcium carbonate equivalent was ninety eight point something. Say that fast three times. Calcium. I can't. <laughs> you messed up already. <laughs> calcium carbonate equivalent. Say it faster. I can't. All right. That would be very sloppy. You dirty deed, you. So then I had another comment, too, after last week. Mm -hmm. uh, you and I talked about a comment earlier, but I had another guy. And uh, he was pointing out the fact that there is some legitimate companies out there. And we, we mentioned that. Yeah. And, he, and he mentioned me speaking about the slurry. Um, he, he said there's a product, and I don't want to name it, but he said there is a product out there that could be used on the food plotting side, you know, because most of the real legit stuff is on the ag side. You're talking about lime? Yes. Yeah. Of the lime. Yeah. Yeah. And most of that's on the ag side and, and you, you can get legit. Obviously the farmers get legit stuff. You yeah. Know? If it's actually car, uh, calcium carbonate. Yeah. But we've got these food plot companies that are trying to capitalize on people's stupidity. I shouldn't say stupidity, but ignorance Un, non, how should I say? Well, they they want people. I've, the hunting industry is, I mean, beyond it, it's crooked. You know, you got a lot of companies that try to sell people gimmicks, and you know, they're they're a business, so obviously they got to make a profit. But yeah, you know, they're trying to sell things, making people think that it's the silver bullet. Right. You know, to everything, and it's not. They just advertise it that way to obviously sell their product. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I wish they would be more honest about it and say, Hey, Hey guys, here, we have this liquid lime. This is not a fix all. It should be used in conjunction with actual lime, mm -hmm. but no, they say, Oh, this is all you have to do or, you know, whatever that, whatever it is, they market it. And I just, I hate that because it's not a fix. It's a, it's a bandaid. The one company puts on their label that it will not raise the pH. So why are people using it in the first place? I don't know, but so they're selling you a jug of calcium. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And like you said before, if, if yeah, okay, if your plot needed some calcium, okay, you're going to give it calcium. There you go. Right, but then it's going to dissipate very quickly. It's only going to be there for what couple days a week two weeks whatever probably until it rains till it rains it leaches through the plants absorb you know what they're going to absorb and then it's gone yeah. and then you're back to square one yeah whatever they need and then it's it's washed away wasted yeah, yeah so you know we're, we're just talking about this so people know that you know don't rely on on something like that to solve all your problems you should go back to your basics and start with uh you know, we say it all the time, but start with a soil sample, build yeah. up your soil, and then you can add things like this on top of what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. Episode 33. You're done. What's your final words? Soil sample, soil sample, soil sample. I final said that three. three times. You did. You didn't mess <laughs> it up. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, like you said, if they're, someone's got a good plan going and they adhere to the recommendations, follow those steps properly. 
do your research. What are you doing? Do Look your research. Short. Look how short you are. I'm I'm getting down. I want everybody to see my banner. You're slouched over. You're old. I am. I want everybody to see my banner. You better start working out, man, for sicka. I ain't need to work out. I'm sick. I'm sick of going to wear you out. So, yeah, stick with the recommendations. Do your research. Figure out what is legit, what is not. Don't go on Facebook and ask, is this legit? Because you're going to get 500 different answers. Mm-hmm. And some pro staffer is going to try to get you to buy their product. Don't do yeah. that. Yep. Go go research it yourself. If it's liquid lime, look for the word carbonate. And uh, I guess that'll be my final words. I don't, right. I don't want to blubber. Sounds good, guys. Uh, 33. Leave us some comments, and uh, we'll see you on number 34. Sick, I can't handle this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at them chiggers. Ow. Ow. You done hurt I, yourself. I hurt myself already. I'm out of here.